Hello and welcome to the Ace Space, the volleyball podcast brought to you by CEV twice a week, every week, Mondays and Fridays. Today, we are discussing Unscripted and more specifically, Mackie Slukova. I'm Dave Rogers. With me, Matt Rogers, Key Michael, Key, heads or tails? Tails. It is a tail. Do you want to go first or second? <laughs> I'll go second. I'm really curious what Matt has to say about gardening and slugs and... (laughs) Matt Rogers. Uh, Hello, mate. Great to see you. Great to hear from you. How are you? Really good. Really good. The weather has been so good. I've done so many things I never thought I'd do again. I've been in a paddling pool. That was great fun. Is it cold? Uh, No, no, because we used a few kettles, maybe just to warm up the water. (laughs) Um, And my favourite thing of all, we played with a crazy daisy. I beg your pardon? Yeah, you've not heard of a crazy daisy? No. So if you just imagine a massive daisy with the hose pipe connected, and because of the water, the, it goes a bit crazy and it splashes everywhere. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> crazy. Crazy daisy. Like a sprinkler for children. It is. It and is, that. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and children <laughs> aged 35 and a half. <laughs> yeah. So I've had a great week. Yeah. I've had oh, a that's really, a really good time. That sounds amazing. What about you, Key? I have a confession to make to you guys. Oh? Well, first of all, I'll just wait till this dog stop, stops barking. Do you hear him? <laughs> yeah, do, yeah. <laughs> I'll start again. I'm here for the dog content. <laughs> Dave loves the dogs, doesn't I he? Do, he I, do, I, dogs. Do, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. Can you get it on the screen? Come on, Dave's, Dave wants to see it. No, yeah. well, he's outside. It's not my dog. So I would, I would. Even better. Yeah. Strange, strange dog. We've, had, we, we've never had a stranger dog on an unscripted. That's even better. <laughs> You want me to pick up my computer and this microphone and carry it outside? Look, I barely know how to log on to to Zoom. We're lucky we're having this conversation at all. Let's be what's honest. your um what's your confession then, Key? I am ready with your acts of contrition. <laughs> my confession is that I cheated on the Ace Space podcast with another volleyball podcast. What? Whoa. I need to check I'm the context. I'm so sorry. I felt guilty the whole time. I didn't mean it. It just happened. <laughs> Dave's face right now. I really wish that people could see the video of this. Now, it's nice to see you spread your wings. I'm very happy, personally. Just don't well, do it look, again. I'm guys, furious. Look, face is my first love, of course. <laughs> but a friend, and actually an Italian coach, he, he has a podcast called Coach Factor, and he asked me to come on as sort of like a... A, 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 not as a guest and not as a host but sort of introducing the conversation so I was it was kind of like a top and tail didn't ask for that free plug on the ace space though did he <laughs> I don't think he <laughs> that, but. unbelievable did you mention the ace space whilst you were on this other podcast Look, you know it was one of those things that's a no just, oh my it, goodness one me. doesn't have to know about the other you got to keep these things in life separated right <laughs> so it's taken you seconds to mention that you were on another podcast on our podcast, but you had an entire episode to mention the ace space and didn't. Well, I, I think I wasn't think I must not have been thinking straight. Did he did did he ask you how you were at any point during this other podcast? Well it wasn't any so there was no actual interaction with the guests. It was a Skype conversation between two coaches. Okay. And they sent me the the, com- the video and then I sort of did a little introduction, introduced the coaches, spoke a little bit about the conversation and at the end did a little little recap kind of like what we do look i i, I ripped it str- completely off the a space 
But, uh, did you flip any coins or do I didn't do anything funny. It was podcast? just me filming by myself and then sending it over. Really pleased for you. No, really I happy don't, for you. I don't feel under threat, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> no, was it good though? Are you pleased with it? Oh, it was cool. It was cool. It's just nice to sort of be getting involved in this kind of stuff. I mean, honestly, you guys know I'm a complete noob, but I, I really <laughs> love it. So I'm just happy for anyone to say, hey, come, come hang out and do media stuff with us. It's exciting. It's fun. No, it is exciting. You're right. And I don't mean to give you a hard time. I'm really pleased. And uh, if anybody's listening and you think that Key would make a great guest or a great host or a great anything, then uh, you're completely wrong. Do not book her to do anything. I wonder where this is going. Do you want any pronunciation or pronunciation yeah, confirmed? Exactly. Yes. She's available. Yeah, if you want anyone to scare off strange dogs, then she is available. Uh, but you're all good, though. Yes, I'm, I'm doing well, doing well. Before we get into the volleyball, Matt, have you got any construction tips for me this week? Um, well, I've started on the kitchen. That's the that's the big thing. Indoors this week. or outdoor kitchen? No, the, out, the outdoor kitchen. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to fi- I'm trying to fix the angle of the roof. I I haven't really looked into roofs much before. I can't decide between a twenty and a twenty-five. What's your view? I'd go for a twenty myself. Because twenty degree roof. I'd go for I'd go for a twenty only because um, you're quite tall. So, oh no, a 25 Correct, would give yeah. you more headspace, wouldn't it, than a 20? So you think 25? Yeah, maybe a 25. Although, on my on my European jaunts, I notice that houses there, they have much steeper pitches than we do here in the UK when it comes yep. to roofs. And yep. I think about all that all that wasted space in the rooms. I mean, you, you don't want a flat roof because that comes with, with all kinds of complications in terms of leaking and stagnant water on top Who's of the building. Who's giving the construction tips now? I know. Well, roof roof guys, design, I mean. We need to think about our audience here. Like, I don't, I've, I've <laughs> yes. almost, I almost got bored there for a minute talking about roofing and, and gutters and rain drainage. <laughs> okay. Before we move on though, Key, 20 or 25? Uh, 25? Oh, good. We're all agreed then. Okay. <laughs> 25 it is. Thank you very much for your contribution. If you think Matt's making a huge mistake and he should go for a 20 degree roof, then get involved on social media. The hashtag is let volleyball talk. And the sub hashtag is Matt's construction lessons. <laughs> let so, uh... Matt construct. <laughs> Yeah. The beauty here is that Matt edits most of these, so Matt, Let can Matt edit. What he's in. Oh, <laughs> come on! Um, all right then, shall we have a quick chat about Mackie Slukova? Yes, yes. What a player! What a woman! Yeah, she's so we've amazing. We've done a few things with her, and when we were making our unscripted target list, yes, we had an unscripted target list. She was on there straight away for the beach, and uh, I didn't know she was in LA at the time. That's an added bonus, and oh, I didn't know that life. she'd perform a handstand. That's not yet been released, but there's a little secret of what's Ooh, coming out at some point. Behind the unscripted scenes. What yeah. a life, by the way. I mean, Key, you've done a fair amount of travelling in your illustrious career. <laughs> um, LA would be a pretty good place to spend uh, an extended period of time where you couldn't be at home, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, actually, I, I was thinking that, but then I thought to myself, she said she's staying with friends. So does that mean she's in their house because that's that would be kind of difficult for me not having my own space not having my own little setup and a little office or something she was in their beach house oh okay well that's <laughs> or their, their guest then. house so you know like essentially uh... where um where will smith lived in the fresh prince of bel-air <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> that's, 
Yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, she's probably doing fine then. <laughs> yeah, she's doing all right. Uh, shall we have a listen to the unscripted, or do you want to chat a little bit more first? No, let's press play. So those of you who are joining us for the first time on the Friday Ace Space instalment, what happens now is we listen to the unscripted episode in full. It's Mackie Slookover, Czech Republic's finest, former queen of the beach. And stick with us afterwards because myself, Matt and Key will pick through the bones. But until then, this is Unscripted with Mackie Slookover. Marketa Slukova, better known as Maki. Two-time Olympian with a third games in her sights. A CEV queen of the beach, the standard bearer for Czech beach volleyball. It's been an amazing decade since winning FIVB's top rookie in 2010. But right now, she's locking down in beautiful Santa Barbara. So I called to check in and see how she's passing the time. Oh, hello, Maki. How are you? Can you hear me? Hello. I can hear you. Hey, how are you? Nice to see you. <laughs> yeah, nice to see you too. Um, I am calling around because I want to make sure that everyone is doing okay. I'm feeling like I've got some positivity to give and I feel like you've got to, to give some back to me. But I just want to check that you're doing all right. So first question, are you doing all right? Uh, yes. yes, I am actually doing uh, pretty well. Uh, my husband and I, we are staying uh, with um, our friends in LA. Oh. So we are not at home and uh, we have really nice like background, the infrastructure, we can still train here. So that's really nice. So I can go outside, the weather is really, really good. So yeah, but I'm not home, that's sad and I miss uh, our dogs, but uh, the rest is actually really good. Well, you've answered my next question because I was looking on your Instagram and I see that you've been posting your workouts and I was thinking, wowee. The weather in the Czech Republic looks absolutely amazing. <laughs> but do you know what? The weather in Czech Republic is really, it's a little bit unstable. So it's like changing all the time. But I think there were some days I saw like my friends running around like shorts and t-shirts. So it's not so bad there. It's maybe London, it's bad. I mean, there is always... We do you know what <laughs> we've been we've been all right we've been all right in london but i'm just looking outside now and it is hammering it down with rain i think you made the right choice going to la <laughs> yes i good for me yeah. <laughs> uh, so was that something you just decided to do you realized that there was going to be a period where it was going to be a bit different and you just thought right we've got the chance let's get to la and let's make the most of this Actually, all started, we uh, came here for a training camp because of our first international competition was in Mexico, in Cancun. And it was supposed to be a last week of uh, March. So we came here in, like I think, like 10th or 12th of March and we practiced with yeah. all the international teams here and also uh, like got our preparation going here. But then uh, at a certain point, the situation in the world like got really much worse and approaching the tournament like other countries got like in quarantine so players couldn't travel and then the tournament got cancelled so my teammate she decided to fly home and i i still thought like olympic games are going to happen so i but yeah exactly so i was like oh do you know what the, the conditions are really perfect let's stay here i can train here and my husband is my coach at the same time so it makes it easier for me so that's actually how we ended up uh, here. It wasn't like, oh, we were in Prague and, oh, yeah, it's the best time to travel to, to USA. It wasn't like that. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, though, you've been uh, a pro at the top level for such a long time. This must be the first time in, crikey, over a decade where you've been in the same place at the same time for such a long time. How are you, how are you dealing with it? How are you finding it? 
Actually, it's interesting. I am um, more kind of person I need to have everything like planned or I not really like a plan, but I need to make a plan for myself, whatever it is. So it takes me a while. And then I, once I adjust, I'm really good to go. And I think I even can get like flexible. But uh, this was like such a weird time. The situation was changing almost almost every hour. Like, And so it was, yes, tournaments, no tournaments, yes, trainings, no trainings, Olympic Games will be, not will not be, will not be at all. Do you know? And so it was just like, okay, just I was just adjusting to the one new scenario and then the, the another one was there. So it was really uh, strange. And now even staying here, that's like the longest time. You are right, actually. I think in 2013, we stayed in South Africa for like four or five months. That was like the longest time away from home. It was just a training camp. And we also kind of lived there for a while, but here now it's the longest time, yeah. Right, talk to me about South Africa because every beach player I speak to, they're like, oh, my favorite place to play is South Africa. Oh, my favorite place to train is South Africa. Beach volleyball is incredible in South Africa. Why is South Africa so special to, to beach volleyball? It's actually funny that you ask because I think there was an international tournament, I think in 2005 maybe, in FIVB and... Uh, it ended up being it's like the the place is beautiful like the beaches the whole like the backdrop you have like those 12 apostles like it's it's amazing it's like one place it's my, like so close to my heart i really enjoy being there but the tournament wasn't such a huge success because of it was super windy it can get very windy so i think many people like uh, you know like cross that of their training camp list because they were like oh the conditions are super difficult but uh, my husband, Simon, even before we met, he used to go there to play, to play also national tour in the time. And he lived there for a while. And so actually when we got together, he was like, you know what? I don't understand why people don't use that, you know, the environment there. And uh, it's just like one hour time difference for us Europeans. And the, the weather is like, summer is nice, like European summer, you know, it's not like a super humid, like in Brazil. So it's really nice. Let's go there. So then we started going there and then eventually like other teams were like, oh, the pictures look so cool and you guys doing okay. <laughs> so maybe you do something right there. So can we join? And so the Germans came along and so somehow like the people just found out it's really nice. It's comfortable. It's easy. The weather is perfect. And uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, like South Africa is, I love, like I have many friends there beaches are nice we can always do a lot of work so it's a really nice place to be sounds great it's definitely going on the list of places where i need to go when when this exactly. is all over um, what about the olympics then i know that that you uh made a well a public statement really via instagram that you'd kind of made a plan after 2020 now it's 2021 has anything changed or are you still going full steam ahead for a, a third Olympic Games as a player? Uh, actually, it, I, was really, I was really sad at the time when I, I, when I uh, like read the news that it's going to move. I mean, I was happy for like obvious reason that it made sense. I mean, the decision is right and I agree right now. It's, no, like, it's not the right time to have such a huge event. So that, that was not doubted, but... Uh, as I already mentioned, I'm, I, you know, like I'm, I set my mind to it that, okay, this is going to be like next few months, we will go really full, Bara and I, and I was really excited then to make a new step, you know, to yeah. like, 
start a family. I'm also not the youngest anymore. And I would like to maybe come back afterwards. Mm -hmm. Maybe not. Let's see. But that was kind of the plan. Yeah, I wanted to take a break and try to start a family. And then suddenly, like, just in like a few weeks, everything changed. And I was like, okay, it's not about like a month or two. It's about another whole year. So it's, it's like a big change. But by now I'm actually already kind of like settled and I made peace with it. And I even, I, I got even a little excited about that. There's another year of playing. So yeah. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that's, that's really awesome to hear because maybe in, in the back of the most cynical mind, people might think, well, you know, you did so well at London, you played at a, an Olympics in Rio. I mean, beach volleyball in Rio, come on. Um, are you still as inspired by the Olympics then? Do you think Tokyo will mean as much to you as those previous Olympics that came before? Do you know what? Um, actually, I'm super excited and super inspired. Like, I think uh, for our sport, it's a big deal. There are sports uh, where Olympic Games are not the highlight, but I think for our sport, it still is. And I, and it's something uh, like we kind of live in, in those like four years cycles. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, yeah like i i think it will be another like whole another experience because when i try to like it was actually funny because uh, after london when we qualified with vara with my i played london with a different partner and with vara we played rio and then i was like all over like ah oh, you know in london it was like this you should get excited and it will be like this and this was there and then it was everything was totally different you know starting from like a qualification process to a venue to a olympic village so it's just i think each Olympic Games, like it's just a whole new uh, like journey, journey on its own and a whole new experience. So I'm more excited to experience another new thing. And I, I think once they will happen, they will be amazing Olympic Games in Japan. I just hope they will really happen. Oh, Finger me crossed. too. Me, me too. <laughs> I can't play five more years. <laughs> we must make it happen. And also, you couldn't have three more culturally different experiences could you united kingdom brazil japan when you think horse guards parade and then copacabana beach and and whatever the the venue is in in japan i know it's confirmed but i haven't uh, i haven't got that far yet i just yeah. don't want my imagination get away with me so when you do finally decide that it is time and you won't be playing professionally anymore those memories you've created ah oh, amazing Exactly. You know, I, that's, that's such a nice part of our sport, uh, or actually in general of sport, that you just get to make memories. Like mm. you just get to experience such a cool things and meet such a nice people and cult, like, do you know, like mm -hmm. discover different countries, cultures. That's really, I, I really love that. And that's, that's a big like a plus for beach volleyball. <laughs> Speaking of making great memories, uh, I'm going to show you a video now. I want you to tell me sort of what your memories were of that season and of sort of receiving that award and what it meant to you. Okay, so let's have a little look at this. Okay. I know that's okay. Oh, koala hug, there you go. Vara and her famous hammer, there we go. Bucky and her sneaky line shot, there we go. <laughs> oh no, yeah. Oh, it was such a great year for us in this 2018. We've done, we, we finished third on the European Championship, but then we, we won our home tournament. We won major in Vienna. We finished second in Hamburg. And uh, it's 
it was like, I think the best season so far we have had together. It was a difficult season though, because towards the end of the season, I was injured with my shoulder. So it was a little, was getting a little bittersweet at the end because we were in such a good shape and then we had to leave some tournaments out. But, but ugh, yeah, those, this is like, those are the memories I, I really store in my, in my head. And I really enjoy to coming back to that. What's it? What's it like to get that that kind of recognition though? Because there are so many great teams playing beach volleyball in Europe, and then to go to the CEV Awards and for them to say you two are the queens of the beach was that? What what was it like? I like as you said, like there are so many amazing teams and players, and it's the competition is huge, and uh, it's very. Do you know what? I think it's really humbling and really like. I was really honored. Like I've been on tour for really many years and uh, I have experienced, I think a lot already uh, good, you know, like downs and ups. And this was just like, it was such a nice experience, you know, to be recognized for your performance, for your success, for your skill with your team, something that we really worked super hard for. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's, I really hope maybe there will be a time we get it once again. But uh, no, I, I was really, I really enjoyed the time. It was in Budapest and I, I really loved the city and the whole thing was, it was just really nice time. Let's play a quick game, if it's okay with you. This game is called Simply the Best. So I'm gonna give you some questions and essentially I just want you to tell me what you think the best thing is in each of the categories. So, you ready to play? Oh, let's do it. This is Simply the Best. The best team you've ever played against? Um, Kerry Walsh and Misty May. Best sport that isn't beach volleyball? Handball. The best Czech sports person of all time? Emil Zatopek. The, <laughs> best, the best song to listen to before a game? Voice uh, Up. I don't know. I can't pronounce the, the author, but Rise Up is the song. <laughs> the best moment of your career? Winning uh, major in Vienna in 2018. The best atmosphere you've ever experienced? In 2018, the home, to home tournament. The best thing about being a professional? You get to hustle every single day. The best place in the world beach volleyball has taken you? Bermuda and South Africa. <laughs> the best food to eat after a game? So the best I want to eat or best it is to eat? <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, two different things. All right, Ch you choose. Okay. Um, Best uh, to eat some beans, rice, and uh, chicken breast. Okay, and is that your Go favorite? Ahead. Is that your favorite thing to eat after no. a game? What's your favorite thing not. to eat after a game then? <laughs> uh, after a game, if I could, I would all the time eat like those fil sweet filled dumplings. It's like a Czech Austrian dish. You know, you put like apricot in it. Oh, if I could, I can't. So if I have to choose, I would go with some like plain rice mostly, like nice rice, maybe some veggies. That would be like my, and tomato soup. I love tomato soup. 
You're the only person who said healthy. Uh, and finally, the best beach in the world. For Cape Town, South Africa. This Cape Town. Everyone says Cape Town. I've got to get big to down. Oh, South okay, Africa. Now you know it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, that's the end of the game. Well played. Congratulations. Because you are very good at communicating. You've got loads of fans, loads of people get in touch with you. Do you think it's super important for, for people like yourself, and particularly beach volleyball athletes, where you've really got to build a relationship with fans and sponsors? Do you think it's, it's really important for you to communicate well and, and sort of keep your profile high? Uh, I more see it like this. Uh, it's kind of part of my job. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I like... Of course, from like the partners and sponsors, they want you to be active, they want to be seen, and that's the way they can be seen through my profile. So that's like a little part of that, but but most of it, I actually, I still like to keep it real. I I want, I don't want other people to take care of my, uh, like a profiles because I, you know, it just, I don't mind. I mean, there are some people who really don't enjoy doing that. So then it's obvious choice, but for me, I don't mind and I, I sometimes I like to just get in touch with my fans. I like to inspire uh, young beach volleyball players. And I, I know in Czech Republic, beach volleyball, it's getting bigger sport, but it's not like, you know, it's not sport number one. It's not the obvious choice. Like, oh yeah, you're from Czech Republic. Then you can play beach volleyball, you know, like be on the beaches, be like, a, you know, it's just like a small country and we have so many great players and we had, we had already and we still have now and there's a huge potential and I, I, just would love to be the role model for those girls who like yeah. don't know if it's reasonable to follow the dream if it makes sense if you can make your living and i think it's it's nice to see at least through the instagram through the post and through that communication you know like oh those people are normal and they do that and it's possible and it's their living so i see it like like as a whole package and for me it's fun i enjoy it and i think it's important for athletes to do that for their fans so yeah it's like the whole thing well you are evidence that it's not a dream it is real and you can make a living and you can be a flag bearer for a sport in in a country where it's not necessarily the number one sport but have you noticed it change over the years have you noticed it grow have you noticed the the standard improve in czech republic since you turned pro years ago Huge, huge, and especially after London. After London Olympics, it was kind of a breakthrough, I think, for Czech beach volleyball. Uh, even though we had amazing players before, but they just didn't get such a, like, a media publicity. And I think that's the most important part because we did well in London, uh, me and my former teammate, and like people started to, like, they like discovered us. They were like, oh, we didn't even know Czech Republic has a team and playing on that level. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, it then all started like a snowball rolling downhill. So it's just like so many kids like sign in for the, for like the courses, uh, that new beach volleyball centers open. Like it's now, I think in Czech, like we have so many like indoor beach volleyball facilities. Like I, my husband is from Austria. And when we talk about it, he's like, Czech is insane. Like in, <laughs> in Vienna, we have some, but yeah. you guys, like you have, I don't know, in just in Prague, like 50 covered beach volleyball courts and people wow. really play there. Really. And so, yeah, really, it's like, so it became a big deal. And I think it's nice because it's so, you don't need much. You need a ball, you need, yeah. you know, some of your friends, shorts, t-shirt, and you can go and you just can have fun. And I think that makes it interesting also for not only professionals or young professionals, but also for hobbies. So it's, 
it's now becoming a big deal in Czech and I'm very happy and very proud of it. Going back to that point, that is why I love the Olympics so much because it gives people in all countries all over the world the chance to fall in love with sports they never even knew about before, whether it's beach volleyball, you said uh, in Best Of that you, um, that you love handball as well, or like canoeing or rowing or track and field athletics, like all these sports exist and they've all got these amazing communities and these inspirational characters that before the summertime every four years or the winter for the Winter Olympics, you, you just never even knew about. And yeah, I, oh, exactly. 2021. Sorry, I got a yeah. little bit, uh, I got a little <laughs> bit carried away. Carried away. But for uh, you though, as a, as a flag bearer for, for beach volleyball in Czech Republic, and now, well, hopefully you stay injury free, a three-time Olympian, you're the flag bearer for Czech Republic beach volleyball. Is that a sort of moniker that you're happy with and a flag that you're happy to carry? I'm so happy. And it's, do you know what? I think I always said I want to retire from beach volleyball once I feel like, okay, what I have done, do you know, like inside, it's, mm. it's satisfying. Do you know, you know, I think it's different when you have to leave because of an injury. That's, of course, super frustrating for athlete, but you know, the point when I say, okay, I, I want to have a family, I want to have a big family, but I kind of feel I'm not done yet there, you know, in that volleyball part. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think if I leave the scene with that kind of legacy, that, okay, this, you know, I was three times, four times maybe Olympian, and, okay, beach volleyball got huge because of, I, you know, I made my share in that in Czech, and I can't complain. I mean, it's it's nice. It's nice to be the... You know, I see like, I, I don't know if a role model sounds, mm. it's, I think it's, that's the word I would use, you know, to just show like that in Czech, even though it's not a sport number one or two or three, it's an amazing sport and it's so much fun. And, and there it's possible, you know, just to see like that all those kids, it's possible. Even if you are from Czech, even if it's small country, even mm. if without beaches, you can just go out there, hustle. It's a hard work. That's no doubt that it's possible. And I just enjoy being that, uh, that example. Is there one thing that if you achieved, you'd be like, right, okay, I can retire happy? <laughs> uh, yes. Oh. Medal from Olympic Games. <laughs> I know, might have settled for less. <laughs> no. do, you, do you know what, though? It's, it's incredible to hear that even though you've been to two Olympics, even though you've sort of won on the world tour and you've medaled at the Europeans, there's still that burning ambition. And I think that's probably the one characteristic that those youngsters who do look up to people like you can take away. Like, as soon as you stop being ambitious, it's, it's time to do that's something okay. new. And I think, do you know what? I think it's not only in sport. I think it's, it's you just have to all the time you know, like seek for more, like to, or I have it like that, to improve, you know, I mm -hmm. think it's hard to just settle and be like, yep, I'm great, I don't have to do anything, I don't think, it, like, it doesn't get you far, so I think that should be the mindset for, for all of us. I agree. <laughs> okay, off the court then, away from the beach, what makes you happy? I have a great, great parents, my husband, my my dogs are amazing too. It's like I have really, really, really great small circle of people around me and they, and now even more in quarantine, you know, when you get to like mm. 
reconnect with them more and I call with my parents almost every day and I like you know like you just realize how how important those people are those really real friends and it's really this is so I, I don't know how it happened to me I'm very grateful but I got surrounded by like amazing people and I'm really really pleased about it. you need to go and enjoy the LA sunshine so thank you so much for having a chat to me. Um, I rang to get a little bit of positivity and that is exactly what I've got. You have brought me some sunshine in this London rain. So, um, no, <sighs> thank you so much for having me. I, it was really fun. I really oh. enjoyed it. Hey, if you're happy, I'm happy. So um, enjoy LA. Let's catch up when thank all you. of this is over. But in the meantime, stay safe and we'll speak soon. Ahoy. Yeah. Ahoy. <laughs> Mackie Slukover, uh, what a brilliant human being. Key Michael, what were your immediate thoughts after that? Yeah, she seems lovely. She seems mm. really, really genuine. And I really love when you hear these, it, it comes through her voice that she just loves what she does. She likes being a role model. She likes, she just sounds, yeah, the word I would say was, was genuine. And um, it was actually interesting because her voice, you know when you you hear someone's voice and it reminds you of someone else? And I have a friend who's also Czech, a player, an ex-teammate of mine. And I, I heard, as I was listening to this unscripted, I heard her voice. I was like, that sounds like Martina. That sounds like Martina. And I messaged my friend right away and said, oh, I'm I'm listening to, to Slikova and she sounds like you. And my friend re- messaged back, oh, she's a friend of mine. I know her. She's lovely. She's so genuine. She's, she's exactly as she sounds, hardworking and deserves all of the success she has. So, um... It was nice to hear. Yeah, it is. Because, you know, you make your you make your decisions based on what you see and what you hear and you and you form your opinions quite quickly. And it's always nice to find out from somebody who's a little bit closer to the situation that those are actual opinions. You know, the fact that, that she is a good person and she is hardworking and she has got that positive energy. That's mm. that's super cool. Uh, Matt Rogers, what were your thoughts? I love the fact that she is there in LA and, and there's clearly things she's missing, but mm. she's taking it day by day. She said she's able to get out and do some some volleyball. So um, I don't think she's in a bad situation, let's say, over in LA. Mm. And certainly when you compared the weather, seemed to be all right over there. Uh, you say that, you're looking pretty rosy-cheeked from your Cornwall <laughs> sunshine. And I'm that- putting the factor 50 on every day here in London. Then again, we are very white. Yes, yeah. You've got that smog over the top, you see. We, we haven't got that down here. <laughs> we'll call it the ozone layer. Uh, <laughs> it, we've spoken to quite a few beach players now with Unscripted, and some of them, her included, just have this amazing energy, don't they? It seems to be mm. an integral part, something that you need to maybe take that slightly unorthodox step and they're always there's there's not the same security in in professional beach volleyball as there is in in other sports as well but she doesn't seem and she's not on her own with this but she doesn't seem to let any of those things bother her does she she's just like yep this is my life this is great are you on the ride or not what i think is interesting with the beach players and here's a good one for key as a volleyballer who hasn't done much beach if i'm right not much, no. Not much. <laughs> Correct. Um, I do believe that to be a beach player, you've either got to be extremely confident and um, com- and comfortable in your own kind of um, world, or you've got to be a bit of a maverick and a risk taker. Mm. I think anything in between those two extremes would probably end up going for volleyball as the safer, more mm. secure option. 
Um, yeah, hundred percent. I agree. I agree. That's with that just 100%. a really quick thought I've had today, but that I think would summarize my <laughs> hashtag. View on... Matt had a thought. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I I agree with that hundred percent because I know for myself that's exactly correct. I I like to play indoor volleyball because I know I'm getting a, a, a paycheck every month. I know that you know it's you know barring a team going under or going bankrupt, you know you're going to get a certain amount of security but beach volleyball it's exactly as you say you have to be a bit of a maverick and say right i'm going all in i'm going to be self-disciplined and self-coached for the most part and just trust that the wind takes me where it will it's quite a juxtaposition though isn't it because on the one hand you've got all of these all of these risks and you know you're gonna some days you're gonna you're gonna make a load of money and get a load of success and then you know you might pick up an injury and miss a season and think oh goodness me do i have to get a job in a restaurant i'm sure it's it's not like that but 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 you get the point that i'm making but on the other hand with her she sees the importance of her role as a beach volleyball player from the czech republic and i think i referred to it as a as a as a flag bearer which is probably the wrong terminology but it stands a point doesn't it she's the she's the sort of top of the tree and 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 she's looking to set an example for the next generation and she's really sort of proud of that responsibility mm. and and those are two very different mindsets that she's happy to 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 occupy both yeah yeah i think so I, the the one thing that i i get from her and, and we've as i said we've done a few things with her one of which is her perfect player which was one of the first perfect players we ever did obviously now that's a, a feature on the ace space um was that she was just so aware that i guess that would be the word that i was she was aware of of the the beach volleyball world the beach volleyball culture her responsibilities and and that for me comes across when you talk to her she's she's aware of the consequences of everything she's doing mm. and that's kind of a thought as she does stuff um, she was actually the person who uh made me realize quite how respected clemens doppler was on talk because we talked about him in a previous episode he's another unscripted that you can go back and listen to if you if you haven't done yet but yeah she she sort of mentioned him by name and i wonder if because she's maybe not as as senior on tour but certainly in terms of her role in um in czech beach volleyball and it's not an easy country to be a, a sort of beach volleyball player bearing in mind unless my european geography has massively let me down here it's landlocked right i think so um, yeah yeah there is no sea there is no sea in the czech republic or around the czech republic do you want me to check before? No, I'm I'm adamant. Confident. I am confident that there is that there are no beaches. She's also very aware of, or certainly has a plan for the future as well. She wants to start a family after the Olympics, and I suppose when you've when you've made that quite public, and when you've got a really clear idea in your head of of what the next x amount of time looks like that olympic delay for her might have a little bit more of a of a psychological impact than it might have for a lot of the the other players perhaps the younger players on tour i guess yeah. she is slightly more fortunate in that her partner is invested in that same goal and timeline as she is um, and that's a whole nother thing being coached by your your husband or your boyfriend which mm. i'm i'm not sure I would be able to do either way as the coach or the player um, but clearly they make it work but I think as it's the two of them it is effectively just delaying both of their plans 
for for a year. It's not like one has to wait and the other does their dream. So. Yeah, but it didn't. Didn't she look a little bit heartbroken? I mean, that's what kind of came across to me when you said that. When yeah. you asked her about it, Dave, was that she said, "No, well, I wanted to have a baby. I was looking to start a family after the Olympics." And that's something that I think is it's it's more than just putting off a goal or playing one more year of volleyball. That's that's a decision that she wanted to make for her life, and that's a huge life decision. And for for this to then disrupt that is, yeah, it's, I I was a little bit. Oh, did you yeah, shed a tear? I had, I had a little tear in my eye for her. <laughs> did you? Oh. You are you are right though, Key. Her her sort of body language and her, her facial expressions notably notably changed. That's obviously something that weighed quite heavily on her mind. But interesting that she's still going ahead with the Olympics because there have been players in the past who have chosen to to have babies instead of going to the Olympics. That's true. One of which is on an unscripted that went out recently. I'll tee him up. You knock him out the park, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Man, man <laughs> on Fleer. Yeah. Yeah. Which we will talk about at some point on the podcast. But with her, I can even remember she was at the Olympic tournament. She wasn't playing. Some people said she was injured. Some people said she had some problems. It turns out she was pregnant and she just obviously was there to support the team. So, yeah. Kind of knew it, but didn't know it even before it was announced. Very was there also a player, an American setter, Alicia Glass? Do you remember? That in 2016, I think I remember she she like she chose not to go to to Rio because there was that whole Zika. Yeah, that, situation. that was a whole other issue with with Rio, wasn't it? It was even if you were just pregnant, it wasn't worth any right. risk, so. or even if you were planning, planning on getting pregnant. So I, years. Yeah. I'd be intrigued. I'd be intrigued now if there was a similar thing. If if Zika was going to be a thing in Tokyo, whether that would change Maki's. Or I th- anybody else I think in that situation. Tokyo's got enough state. viruses to deal with yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't want Zika to come back. And then the, what was the other one around London? Was it SARS? Get SARS involved. Yeah. Yeah. We've had enough around Olympic Games, thanks. Yes, please <laughs> and thank you. Uh, so what else did you pick up on Mackie's look over then? Sweet-filled dumplings. Now I can see by our lovely notes prepared by our head of pronunciation, Key, that she doesn't know what that is. the most random thing. <laughs> I have no idea what a sweet-filled dumpling is, but she she said it so confidently as if it was a well-known food respected around the world. Have you ever heard of sweet-filled dumplings? I haven't, but I'll tell you what, it's right up my street. It ticks all my boxes. <laughs> all three it, words, sweet-filled yeah. and dumpling. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, what? I'm in. Have you not Googled them, Key? You have no idea. No, what... I didn't. I didn't. No, that's but did cheating. You... If we Googled everything, then we wouldn't have anything to talk about. <laughs> but I did watch the the U.S. women's national team making dumplings on YouTube the other day. Uh, do you do you follow Kelsey Robinson on YouTube? She's got a great name to do like um, crowd chants to. Well, like Who? Kelsey, Kelsey. Oh. No, I, I. So you could do you could do Kelsey to the tune of Chelsea Dagger, or you could oh. do Englishman in New York, like Whoa, Kelsey Robinson. She's <laughs> or you could do, or you could do. Um, there's a song, isn't there, Mrs. Robinson? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I agree. So One here's to you, Kelsey Robinson. Robinson. <laughs> yeah. If I was a if I was a USA t- uh, fan, I would be leading the terrace chants. Got any songs <laughs> like that, Dave, for Mackie Silkover? Uh. You, it, it's exactly the same. <laughs> so here's to you, Mackie Slukova. 
We should yeah. we should get you involved at events just starting off songs in the crowd. Oh, if, if your, yeah, your talents absolutely. are going to waste. <laughs> yeah. oh. So anyway, oh, but... add it to your list, Key. Sweet filled dumplings. Find them, eat them. Feedback, please. Okay. I, I think you'll love them. Yes. Uh, have go... one with a beer after a run. That would be the best. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, uh, that's what Patch. That's what Benjamin Patch does. I take. I just trust the experts. In Patch, we trust. <laughs> <laughs> but she's um, she's still pretty ambitious, though, isn't she? Like it. It's as though she's got so many boxes to tick, and just talking to her, I feel as though she's going to tick every single one of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, th- I think so. I mean, she was a, a deserved Queen of the Beach, two thousand and eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, because it isn't just the European champion. The European champion isn't just automatically the queen of the beach. It is about the whole season, and they had a great year. So yeah, yeah, and I, it's one of those. If the Olympics being put back has hit her emotionally, I really hope it doesn't affect the the kind of performances. And yeah, we will only time will tell. I'm sure she will enter some things later this year when when there are beach volleyball events, and it's been announced there will be some. So hopefully they are they are delivered on. Um, and then obviously 2021 Olympic year, and then beyond that, we kind of know what's in the pipeline. Is that the right word to say? Looking at children. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> uh, with regards to to Queen of the Beach, though, going back to Anastasia uh, Kravchenoka, it, it was actually Mackie who she name checked when she said she was surprised that they got Queen of the Beach that season. So. Um, mm. Yeah, it, it it I suppose it shows the the sort of constant level that not just she holds herself at, but the level that her opponents hold her at every every tournament, every game, every season too. Yeah, I think she 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 did she even mentioned that she's not going to be satisfied till she gets an Olympic medal, and she's sort of always trying to go for more, always seeking more. She's never resting on her laurels, and. I like I like that attitude. I think that applies to everything. You can never really just be satisfied. You'll never go anywhere. The people that are really high achieving are always just going and forward like a train. Just never stop. I wonder if all goes according to plan for her. Uh, and I really hope it does. You know, so she wins the Olympic medal. They get pregnant straight away. They have a, a happy, healthy baby and a happy, healthy family. I wonder if we'll see her back on the beach and she'll be one of those miracles. It always mm. amazes me. And I, I know it's it's happening a little bit more often now where we've got mums having kids and, and coming back to play at the top level in all sports again. But I still find it absolutely astonishing. I wonder if she'll be one of those success stories, Key. Yeah, well, we've touched on this in a few episodes before because I find it exactly, as you say, fascinating, so impressive because to play at the top level, you have to be physically and mentally just mm. fine-tuned. And then as soon as you have a screaming baby in the house, maybe, Matt, you can speak on this a little bit more. <laughs> your priorities and you're sort of you're more easily distracted, maybe more irritable, a bit more tired. I mean, when they sleep through, things do change a bit. But until that moment, and that moment can be at any time from like I don't know, four months to three years, there is a chance a very high chance that you don't get a good night's sleep and that affects you the next day and yeah. when you're in like my line of work it's possible sometimes to get by mm. but if you don't get a good night's sleep before an important training session or even worse before a match especially mm. if you're the mother and you're breastfeeding and and i know there's other ways around it but you kind of kind of take that commitment to have a child so you are going to take the other commitments as seriously you know the breastfeeding the being there for them the you know not just handing them over to a nanny or, or whatever 
Right. So yeah, I just it blows my mind to be honest. Yeah. So my wife played high level sitting volleyball. However, we decided once we had kids, she didn't want to try and do both. She wanted to fully focus on the family and on the kids. But total respect if you're going to try and do both. One thing that always gets me is how they always say they're not a big deal, and it's I know mm. I harp on about this. And it may be a little bit strange because obviously when you have a country where the sport isn't big in the country, but you're big in the sport, mm. there is a chance that you're bigger on a global level than you are on a national level. Does that make sense? So if you take beach volleyball as being like worldly famous and in some countries one of the biggest sports that there is in the world, and she's big in that sport, she may be bigger on a global level than a national level. And I find that bizarre. I've experienced this with a friend and colleague uh, who is a television presenter for, uh, and he does football, but he, he does it for PLP, Premier League Productions, which doesn't go out in the UK. So in the UK, he's just a, just another guy. But when we were in Rio at the Olympics, he had people running up to him and, and stopping him and asking for autographs and selfies because he was the main guy that they watched doing Premier League football coverage. He didn't really even know that, and it just came as an enormous surprise to him um so yeah I've, I've experienced it i've seen it with my own eyes and it's very strange yeah yeah it must be it must be a funny feeling yeah yeah and, mm. and sometimes and, and he's a good example i guess you don't really know how famous you are globally because she could probably walk through streets in the republic and be fine but maybe if she was to go to brazil or something or walk down the copacabana maybe people would recognize her and and stuff like that so yeah i wonder if we get a slightly um different indication of that now based on on social media following and, and where you're getting your your follows from or your comments from i know certainly with uh with musicians and bands there's always people like oh come to brazil or come to italy and you might be able to look into it there but i will add that on my list of questions for uh for, for unscripted athletes that i speak to thank you very much matt what you want to dig into their analytics yeah well no 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 just um, just just whether or not they've been they've been recognized somewhere they wouldn't expect to because you know we always talk about the so the, the indoor volleyball as opposed to beach but the the people who aren't turkish or italian and how they get accepted when they move to a club in istanbul or a club in the italian league and it's very different but i wonder if there's people getting recognized in those other countries where you might not expect it and it's a bit less obvious have you ever been recognized key yeah well that's the thing. Like, it's not, kind not of around like, your club, obviously, but like somewhere else. <laughs> my my parents still know what I look like, even though it's been a while that I haven't been home. They recognise me every time. Because your hair home. looks different today, but I still recognise you. You'll be pleased to hear. I'm, I'm recognised. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of it's cool, but it's also it it makes me laugh a little bit because I think specifically of the London Olympics. You know, if you were walking around with your GB kit outside of the Olympic Village, and somebody would stop you, oh, can I have a photo? Can I have an autograph? And I'd be like, do you even know? who I am? Do you have any idea high what jump. sport I That's, play? They, they're probably thinking high jump or <laughs> basketball. Or... <laughs> they're like, you're that Kiera Michelle. I've seen you. That's yeah. <laughs> the, the announcer was saying your name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it, it's, I mean, that's maybe one example that's a little bit different than, than Sokova, but yeah, in Italy, for example, and no, you know, if I walk around in the States, nobody would have any clue. But if I went to a tiny little town in the in Italy where I played for one little one club, everyone in the town knows who you are. Yeah. 
So, yeah. yeah, and that yeah. comes from like the promotion they do, and also they a lot of them will come to the matches and stuff like that, right? Yeah, exactly. Wow. What's the strangest thing you've ever had to autograph? Strangest thing I've ever had to autograph. It's really popular now for people to sign phones. I don't know, if, not and I don't mean the cover. I mean the actual cell phone. Just really, yeah. Crazy. I, I've had that happen quite a bit. What happens if you like do your signature wrong? You can't just say like, oh, give yeah, me another exactly. phone. Yeah, exactly. Let me try exactly. again. <laughs> I, that's what I thought. I thought, don't you want to resell this in a couple of years and get the upgrade? <laughs> it adds value key. Come on. Confidence. I don't think It's a phone signed by Key Michael now. It's not just a I phone. My phone has a black scratch on it. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought maybe um, like sign the screen, but with your finger, you know, so you get like a drawing app. Oh, I do. Oh, could... like when you sign for a, pa- a package. Yeah, but then you could <laughs> screenshot it and you could be like, oh, great, I've got Matt Rogers' autograph now. <laughs> so no, I, I did I did this, and, and I, at the time I thought it was genius, and others have obviously done it since. But we were doing the Instagram at the Champions League finals in, oh, it was Bucharest with Mr. Yeah. I was yeah. there. And uh, what we did was we got the dream team to all sign an Instagram story. So the Instagram story was a photo of them with their signature over the top. Um, and oh, that was how we cool. announced the dream team nice yeah and things like that take so much effort and then on the end someone scrolls past it one second looks at it and scrolls right past (laughs) 24 hours it was obviously all gone but uh yeah Yeah, but it's that's that's very cool it's a cool idea that is uh, another brilliant memory that we will be talking about on this unscripted special of the ace space at another point anyway um shall we shall we wrap this up or have you got any other little nuggets that you <laughs> took from mackie slookover that you'd like to talk about i don't know mr cool i think i'm done <laughs> anyone who watched it has now is probably recognizing dave your mr cool mug showing up in almost every episode <laughs> and i just want to know where you got it um <laughs> I was wondering if anyone would notice. I've got two I've got two mugs that I use regularly. One says Mr. Cool, the other has a fairly large profanity written across the front. So um, you know, it's a family show. And I was wondering if anybody would notice it and anybody would bring it up and you are the first key, so uh, I'm glad it hasn't gone. <laughs> I didn't notice the mug unnoticed. with the profanity. Where that that was Oh no, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't put that in the show. Oh, Just, okay. I was gonna you know, say that's in the sure I would have brought that up. My mum yeah, my mum watches. Hi, Paula. Um, she... Do you call your mum Paula? Well, no, but I'd already said mum. I don't like using the same word in a sentence twice. Um, so, yeah, my mum my mum watches, and um, I'd quite like to maintain my status of employment within European volleyball, and I can't imagine, uh, I can't imagine swearing, whether it's via words or via text, would stand me in particularly good stead. It's a good mug, though, isn't it? Oh, it's very fresh. Mm. Is there a Mrs. Cool mug for Caroline? Uh, the, pr- probably, but not you in not in our household. <laughs> There's only one Mr. Cool, and it's this and it's guy. It's really not you when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's from Oliver Bonas. It's exceptional, uh, exceptional quality. What does ahoy mean? It's a, is it a Czech greeting? Ahoy. Oh, you had a lesson? Yeah, Mackie gave me a lesson. And um, <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I made such a terrible job of uh, my check. I cut it from the unscripted. So it probably still exists. So I might put that out as a uh, as as a, as a secondary piece or, or an outtakes or something. But mm. I said ahoy at the end because it's like ciao. Mm. 
It's like chow. There was also. It's not the first thing you've cut, though, is it, Dave? I beg your pardon. Well, obviously, we <laughs> talk to these athletes after you do these, and there's been a couple of times where they've made comments like, "I was surprised that wasn't in," or "It's a shame that that was cut." It's only because it's a bit where it's a bit where I'm more involved, and I always feel it is about the athlete as the guest, not about me. So, if I harp on for too long, I just get rid. Like if you sung a song to a child or something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's the kind of thing you'd cut. Ex- you? Yes, it is. That's the goal. See that's ya. the good stuff. See ya. Bye. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll revisit this when the time comes. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Um, so, final thoughts then on Maki Slukova. She seems lovely. She seems like someone you'd like to just have over for dinner. Have come and stay in your beach house. I would invite her to my beach house if I had one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she could sit on a chair on my balcony. That's the closest I've got to a beach house. Matt? Uh, what a lady. And thanks again, Mackie. Um, you're always great when we do anything with you. Look forward to the Tokyo journey and even more excited to see what happens after that. Absolutely. Right, we'll call it a day there. Thank you very much for listening. This is the key information that you need, starting with Key Michael. When do the podcasts come out? The A Space comes out on Mondays and the Unscripteds come out on Fridays. All of the usual podcast stuff, it helps us massively if you subscribe, if you leave us a review. Obviously, you've found us because you're listening, but you can access us wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Matt Rogers, what is the hashtag? Hash, L-E-T, V-O-L-L-E-Y-B-A-L-L-T-A-L-K. Let Bolly will talk. Oh, goodness me. I wonder where you were going with that, but you are absolutely correct. <laughs> Hashtag let volleyball talk. Matt Key, pleasure as always. Mackie, thank Same. you so much. And uh, thank you all for listening. As Key said, Mondays and Fridays. And we'll speak to you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.